The production of this program is made possible thanks to the support of Audlin Brown, BD Development, viewers and listeners. In the book, Why Good Things Happen to Good People, Stephen Post writes, giving to others has been shown to increase health benefits. And in a separate study by Michael Norton from Harvard Business School, it reveals that people are happier when they spend money on others versus themselves. These are all wonderful reasons to give, as Martin McNish stated in a Give a Damn Conversations That Matter episode, where he said, giving proves to you, yourself, that you can make a difference in the lives of others. And to not give, he says, is to give up on the belief that you can make a difference. Give a Damn is a small, crowd-funded, not-for-profit group that raises money for micro-charities that do not have the resources to fundraise. But here's the challenge, says McNish. We, too, are small and only have limited resources, all of which are dedicated to raising awareness and money for other charities. Enter Charitable Impact, a Vancouver-based foundation that was created to help donors and charities connect. John Bromley says, I started with the goal of making it easier for people to come together to change the world. I invited John Bromley of Charitable Impact to join me for a conversation that matters about the power of giving and how you do it. John, welcome. Thank you for having me. That's a great introduction. Loved it. Well, there's a couple of components here. Let's start by talking about what it is that in our human nature that makes us say, uh, yeah, I want to be able to help someone else. Uh, and it can be in so many different ways, but there is something that is inherent to being human that we want to reach out and help others. Well, first of all, I'd agree that it's inherent. You know, yeah. it's my view that generosity is, is innate, right? Uh, there's lots of different ways to come about that. One of the ways I look at it is this saying, it takes a village, right? right? So some of why we want to help is because we know that we need help. And so it's a, it's a, it's a two-way street. And in fact, the people who receive help are often the best helpers. Because they have helped. Because they have helped and they've experienced knowing that they need help. And if you ever need help, then you go, oh, the theory then transfers that I might need help one day and wouldn't I want someone to help me if I needed help? So why wouldn't I help someone else? I mean, that's not sort of dramatic science, um, but it's very relatable because I, I think that's the way we live our lives. You know, um, high net worth people, uh, often the people called philanthropists, um, um, don't give as, nearly as much of their income away as, as, as lower income people do. And one of the reasons for that is because the more privileged you are, the less you experience needing help, uh, uh, and, and, right? And so it's, it's harder to relate to you know, getting in and, and, and giving. Whereas, for example, if you're, you know, immigrants to Canada are some of the best donors around. They're not always the, the wealthiest. But, you know, why is that? Well, you come to Canada, you, you experience, you know, being helped, and then you want to pass that, pass that forward. So right. this is part of the human nature. You know, uh, in the conversation that I referred to with Martin, he had this wonderful analogy. He said, if you've got a log that you put sort of like to burn for, for a fire, will burn nicely. But if you put a second log next to it, you ignite that log, but then both logs burn hotter and brighter. And if you take the one that you've now 
like ignited because it was in, in harmony or in conjunction with the other log and you move it away, both are still burning. And then they can, can continue to share. And in many ways, that is the magic of giving, isn't it? Yeah, it's also the magic of fun. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and we don't talk about giving being f fun very often, but but it but it is fun. Yeah. And and why isn't giving fun? Uh, not not necessarily to take the conversation there, but I think one of the reasons is because the experience many people have with giving, not not everyone, especially charitable giving, mm -hmm. um, is you know being asked to give, and so it's this sort of extrinsic extrinsic force, this outside force coming in and saying, right. hey, do you want to do something, as opposed to what often satiates human engagement, uh, in, in, interest and then it maintains engagement, sustains engagement is sort of when it comes from within, mm -hmm. right? So what is it you care about? And then, and if, and if that's, you, you know what that is, getting you to engage with that is way easier than getting you to gauge into this over here that you, know, you, might, you know, might care about because you know it's an issue to mm -hmm. Vancouver or to British Columbia or to Canada or to the world, but it's not necessarily your issue, yeah. right? And so, so the fun part of giving is really, really an important thing to explore and to help people understand that it's okay to have fun when you're doing good things. Well, you know, there's so many people who I think are driven by that pure motivation to help someone else and that they get enjoyment in doing it. And so thus there's far more micro-charities around than we're aware of because these micro-charities, they have no profile. They're not out there advertising, they're not putting on big galas, they don't have a list of donors with, you know, uh, I guess giving written into their will and whatnot. People don't know who they are. But, but here are all these small charities who are going, I want to make a difference. They enjoy themselves doing it, but they also need to be supported. Sure. And this is where they get into like, okay, how do I reach out to the world, but also the world could be saying, well, how do I find those people? Well, that's and, true. And for you, right? Well, <laughs> it's sort of, but let me say one other thing there. I love what you said, and you're totally right. Micro-charities, there's a lot of, uh, in fact, the vast majority of charities in Canada are micro-charities, small, yeah. localized charities. But you know what's, there, are, there is more than micro-charities, which is actually a type of entity, a corporate, you know, char right. charitable entity. People huh. and organizations that want to do something to create change in the world. Oh, right? Okay, define, so, so, so the, define that. Well, there's yeah. 35 million people in Canada. Right. Right, so there's, you know, and if everyone's, you know, generous, where we started our conversation, well, there's 35 million people that, you know, want to do something to create change in the world. You know, we have three beliefs at Charitable Impact. The first one is that everyone, you and me included, everyone, <laughs> everyone listening here, uh, uh, has something that they want to create change for. Right. Okay. And the second belief is that hmm. uh, they have something to give towards creating that change, whether it's right. their time or their talent, you know, what they're good at or their treasure, their money. Right. Okay. And the last belief we have is that <laughs> when you give, you get something in return. Right. Right. And, and it's important to, to, to get into the reality that when, for example, we go for a run, you know, it's not just to look good, it's for our own health too. When we yeah. give something to help someone else, there is, is impact there and that's an important focus, but what's in it for us and our own, you know, how we perceive ourselves and how we are perceived by others and how we uh, express our own mission in life. I gotta get you to hang on for a second while we take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments 
for their support. Well, it truly is, um, because where do you go to discover this, to realize it? Uh, and so how did you wind up saying, oh, there's a gap here? Like, like what led you to this? Because, you know, this was not what you were doing. You were having, leading a successful career in, in other ways. But you said, no, I want to I make this my purpose. Well, I'm happy to talk about my story, but the first thing you said there is really, really important and cool. Like, where do you go right. to learn how to, you know, whatever, you know, express your generosity or do mm -hmm. it more effectively, right? That, by the way, is, in my opinion, the biggest problem in the charitable sector. I mean, there's lots of problems in the charitable sector. I'm happy to talk to you about yeah. them if you're interested. Okay, but the biggest one that doesn't get a lot of focus is, is where do you go to learn about giving? Right right? Not where do you go to learn about generosity. That's part of you, right? Yeah. So let's just, let's just take it, let's just find an analogous situation. If you said to me, hey, where do you go to, to, to learn about sport? You know, I'd say, oh, well, what, what sport? And you might say, oh, well, you know, we're, you know, talking to a friend earlier today about soccer, right? No, well, you, you can go and sign up over here. Yes. And when you sign up there, you, you get a, you, you join a club, you, you get yeah. a coach, there's other players there, you go to practice, you get games. Heck, you, you learn a little bit about soccer, and if you like it, keep going. If you don't like it, try something else. Right. Where do you go to, 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 to engage with giving? Where do you sign up to learn something? Well, unless you're of the super rich, and you can go to consultants that are going to walk you through that process, and all the legal ramifications from it, I think the average person you go, uh, I look up hopefully something online, but I don't know what I'm getting. So this is the this is the purpose of charitable impact. Actually, it's yeah. to help people create the change they want to see in the world. 
Yes. It's not to help people discover their, the, what they want to do to create change in the world. Why? Because we, they already know. Right. They just need a little bit of help maybe f figuring out exactly what that is. But what they actually need help with is knowing what they can do to create that change yeah. and to do, it, you know, to do it a little bit more effectively. And that's actually what charitable impact uh, uh, exists to do. And it's literally our purpose. So what are the elements of that? of giving in a way that you say this is going to be a reflection of the change that I want to see. Was it was that Gandhi or Thoreau who, who said that? Be the change you envision? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I can't I remember should, which I one. I should know. Yeah. I apologize. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. What are the elements to that? So there's the human nature elements that we sort of opened talking about, right? And so I, I don't, I can't, con charitable impact can't control that. That's, that's, that's you, human nature. But, but, but we can nurture that. Yeah. Right. So the nurturing of that's really important. And, and let's just clarify that what we're talking about here, particularly in the context of charitable impact, is charitable giving. Mm -hmm. Right. You can lots of forms of giving. Charitable giving is the type of giving um, where you, 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 you get you give, you get a you know, tax credit, you get a tax receipt, and then it has to go to things that are charitable at law. You know, yeah. we can talk more about that, but that's just the context. OK. So what do you need? What, what, what does someone who Who's, who's, who wants to get involved in that need when they don't need to be told what they care about. Mm -hmm. My view is, first of all, they need uh, something like a bank account yeah. so that they can centralize all their giving. Uh, and when you centralize all your giving, you can, you, can, you can know what you did yesterday and plan for what you want to do tomorrow, so, not unlike so a regular in, bank account. So in essence, you're saying a bank account is specific to just giving. Like, yeah. It's not the rest of your money and giving's yeah. a part of That's that. That's right. Okay. right. So that you can separate it. And it's important for people to plan to be able to separate their donations from their, their, their grants or the, the money that they send out to charities. Just like it's important to, to me to be able to, to, to separate the money I earn from my job, you know, from how I'm going to spend it, right? The bank right. account, we don't talk about it that much in society anymore because everyone has one, but it's actually a, plays a really important function, yes. right? It helps us organize and, and plan and, and invest around our lives. So the, 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 the charitable bank account or, or what's known in the industry as a donor advised fund is is that so i think mm -hmm. everyone needs a donor advised fund and i don't think you have to be wealthy to have one for for, for instance i've got two children they're currently 10 and 12 they don't earn a lot of money but they both have a donor advised fund with charitable impact and my partner and i uh send them $10 a month for them to give away. It's part of our training to, to them to, 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 try, to try to develop them into donors. But it's not so much to develop them into donors, although that is the result. It's to try to help them understand that there's things that they can do, there's actions that they can take to, 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 to create change in the world. So having that account uh, that you helped to create, what special status does that account then uh, provide for them as you work your way through life and at the end of the year we're calculating up what we spent and what we earned and what can we deduct against taxes because we've then taken money that might have gone to taxes but directed it in a way that we get to choose. And then I think that this is a big, big thing for people. Well, that last mm -hmm. point is really important. Let's start there. So when you, yeah. you, you pay your tax, it goes to the government and they spend it, right? And you can vote for who the yeah. government is. When you pay philanthropy, let's call it, when you pay charity, um, you get to choose where it goes, right? You're limited to choosing things that are charitable at law. Yes. But it's, 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 I mean, 
just briefly on that, anything that advances education, it's going to be terrible law. Anything that advances religion, you know, anything that relieves poverty, right? And then the fourth head is all the things that the courts have said, you know, are charitable over time. So, so that's where things like the environment fits in, art, theater, all of these things. Mm -hmm. So without going too deep in it, the probability that what you want to do to create change in the world isn't charitable law is actually quite low. Okay. Okay. So that's an important thing for people to understand that lots of people don't. They don't actually know what's charitable. So they don't know how to connect what they care about to charitable giving. Right. Now your other que- your your actual question though, if I remember it correctly, was 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 you know what does that sort of account give them in terms of status? Yes. Okay. If people understand what a charity is, and we can clarify that if you want to, it 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 conceptually gives them their own charity status without it, having official status with with the Canada Revenue Agency, which is how you register a charity in Canada. Because the Charitable Impact Foundation does have charitable status, and we allow people to come to us and open their own account in there, just like opening a bank account with RBC. They open their own account with the Charitable Impact Foundation, and that's their donor-advised fund. That's the fund inside Charitable Impact that they are advising as the donor. Mm -hmm. When they add money, it goes right there. They then get the tax seat immediately, they can hold oh. money there and think about what they want to do. They can even make investments. And then, and then they can send it out to any qualified donee, any registered charity they want when they're ready to make a decision they're comfortable or confident in. This is our second break. We'll be back in a moment. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments for their support. Uh-huh. So that's a, that's a magic element to what you're doing. 
you help people create that money that can be used in the way that you want. And once you've started, they start the process with you, then it covers off any of the legal side of their income tax yeah. reporting and so on. Co and correct. So, and so it's a big relief for many people. Well, I, I, I think so. Yeah. The, the, the relief is, hopefully is, is, well, great, relief feels good too, right? Yeah. But, but, but it's also how about like, great, now I can focus on the stuff that I think I kind of understand, which is what I want to create the change for. Right. Right? Like, would you rather kind of, if you're into, um, you know, affordable housing, a big issue in Vancouver, right? Like, if you're into that is what you want to create change for, would you rather sort of spend all your time researching that, or would you rather learn about the tax receipt rules, you know, with CRA? I mean, come right. on. Someone's got to know that. Yeah. You know, I know a bit about that, right? Lots of people know something about that, but that's not what we need the average Canadian focused on. We need them focused on their energy, on developing the comfort and confidence they need in order to start, you know, actually putting time and or their talent and or their money into these causes to help advance them. So what Charitable Impact does is it tries to take all the sort of, you know, boring, administratively cumbersome, intellectually challenging stuff away, yeah. number one, and number two, give them the power and agency that they actually have without needing to go through the expense and rigmarole of creating their own entity so that they can focus themselves on the important stuff, which is what they want to do with their time, talent, and money. So I can see from the individual why that's great. Let's take a, a, a small charity that I mentioned to you uh, off-camera beforehand called uh, Helicopters Without Borders. Hmm. Uh, now, they were fortunate they had somebody who come along and give them enough money to get, get that going. But they're going, okay, well, where do we go from here? We can't rely on just one uh, sponsor or supporter. We need to be able to reach out. But they don't have those resources. They're busy doing so many other things. How do you then help small groups like that? Well, it depends on what the group's trying to achieve, right? So, it's so they're trying to uh, deliver health care. Uh, to remote communities around British Columbia. Mm -hmm. So they've completely decked out a, a helicopter that they can fly medical equipment and physicians or dentists and so on into remote communities to deliver health care that these people wouldn't yeah. otherwise have access to. Yeah. So if that's their goal, first of all, yeah. as, a, as a charity advisor or a philanthropic advisor, I'd say yeah. you need to register your own charity because they're, they're actually right. carrying out activities of getting Which these, I believe they have. Well, yeah. it, well it sounds okay. like they have. And yeah. it, it'd be what's called a charitable organization. They yeah. can, those charities can actually carry out the activities they want to do, like getting health and other yeah. uh, um, things to remote communities. So, I mean, there's people listening to this, this, this right now who go, that's important to me for some yeah. reason. Maybe they grew up in a remote community, yep. and I'd love to help that. So the, the one problem to solve is help the charity who needs resources to do more of their mm -hmm. work find that person. And, and, and what's also true is that person wants to find that charity, yeah. right? Because there's lots of different things that are charitable. How do you find the thing that meets your personal interests? Right. So Charitable Impact seeks to, um, to, to create a marketplace where those two things happen, where the connection happens. Third and final break. We'll be right back. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments for their support.
So one other thing that I'm kind of aware of that, that you do is that you can have an individual who says, yeah, I, I want to give money to that charity or somewhere else, but I want other people that I know to uh, get on board. Uh, is, that, uh, is that something that you can help facilitate? Yes. Yes, it is. And, and, and we do that because we know that people who are, create change in the world want to tell other people about it, right. right? I mean, we didn't invent that concept. We just give people the facility in order to do that. So, for example, if you want to, you know, do your giving privately, you can totally do it and be totally anonymous, in fact, with our, our platform. Or you can set up a, 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 a more of like a what we call it a giving group, but to, to crowdfund fund and advocate to all your social contacts that they should add money to this to also and then give money together. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a brand promise at Charitable Impact and it's your giving your way, our support. So huh. what, what, our, what the advisory side of our work does, which is just, hey, well, what are you trying to achieve? And let me help you achieve that with my experience having you know, helped a whole bunch of people with their giving, right? We don't yeah. tell you what to give your money towards. That's up to the donor. We tell you how to you know, get more people involved with it or how to do it anonymously or, or how to post donation, make investments that, that can then grow the amount of money that you have to give away tomorrow. So I only got a little bit of time left. Two things. Is this only in Canada or do you have international reach? Charity is a tax, tax jur jurisdiction thing. So, so the uh, Charitable Impact Foundation, you know, Canada is, is only Canada. Okay. All registered charities are there. You can give to any registered charities. Those registered charities, which are Canadian registered charities, can do work internationally. Okay. Okay. So yeah. there's that. Our aspiration as an organization is to take what we're doing and go internationally with it. So that, you know, now I've, you've got, you know, people in the United States who are doing it or people in India mm -hmm. or people in England. We're not there yet. We have okay. some more things we have to achieve before we get there. But the vision is kind of like if there's a, if you know what the World Bank is, yeah. it's kind of like a World Bank but powered by people and corporations and other grassroots organizations, you know, to give their own money and, and allocate it themselves, but through a, a bank-like mm -hmm. mechanism. So we, we do have an ambitious vision, but we're starting with Canada because it's where we live and it's what we love. So for somebody who's watching right now and they say, okay, where do I go? How do I get started? Where do they go? What's the first thing they need to do? Well, uh, if they have internet access, go check out Charitable Impact on the web, right? Charitableimpact.com. You can find us in social media. Uh, we are charitable is our handle across the, our social medias. Um, and, um, and, 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 and actually, you can, you can sign up for an account. It takes 30 seconds. It doesn't cost anything to do it. Uh, and, 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 and broad access to sophisticated charitable um, tools that are focused on the donor, whether they're an individual or a corporation, is what we specialize in and mm -hmm. what we want. And it's about broad access because our, 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 we, we want to increase access to and participation in giving. Just start. That's what you did. Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks for having me. It's a conversation that matters to me over the last year. This is as well. Yeah, most, most certainly. Thanks. Please visit conversationsthatmatter.ca and become a Patreon supporter. Thank you to Audlin Brown and BD Developments for their support.